Right now, I'm going to ask all of the uh, Thailand team members to come forward. Yes, this morning, the Thailand team uh, arrived back from their missions trip. Why don't you guys come forward for a second? And uh, I heard God did some amazing things through the Thailand team. Why don't you guys stand on the stage so people can see you? And... Let's have uh, Lisa, uh, Pastor Aaron, and then Lisa come up, come up here. Okay, uh, let's kill the music. Hey, uh, we're going to give opportunity for the Thailand team to share a little bit spontaneously. All right, so nothing, this is the raw version. All right, they're going to all write their testimony. Uh, but this will just be just fresh off the plane, uh, fresh off the Piengi, uh testimony. Uh, we'll start with Pastor Aaron and then Lisa, because uh, Pastor Aaron was the preacher for the team, and then Lisa was the leader. And then we'll have, um, uh, beginning from down there, we'll have them share. But you guys are limited, all right, to three minutes tops, all right, three minutes tops. And Westfall is going to give you a clock that starts every time uh, one person picks up the mic. Now, so you guys get three minutes tops just to share. Uh, it could be a story. It could be just your impression of the trip. It can just be a thank you. It doesn't have to go the full three minutes. Uh, and if you really don't want to share, you can just say pass. All right. <laughs> there are oh, there are oh, close to uh, twelve of you, twelve, thirteen of you. So, all right. Let's have uh, Pastor Aaron start. Let's go. Uh, oh, let's clap it up for the Thailand team. Come on. Yeah, um, I think one thing that I'll share about this trip that was really significant was it was really a trip about uh, activation. And something that we were really praying for was really raising up and supporting what God is doing locally with the pastors there. Not for it to be our show and about us, but raising up who God has set apart there. And uh, it started with meeting a a business couple. And uh, they actually, um, with the favor of God, they paid for our hotels the first uh, two nights and our food. And we stayed at like a four and a half star hotel. I I know it's missions, but... We received a lot of God's favor while we were there. Um, and just so you can feel better, those supporters, the, the money that we would have spent went into supporting more uh, about relief work. So we were able to buy some more things for people who got hit with the flood. So don't worry. Um, but uh, normally you would think that it would be like a Korean business couple that would be there or like, you know, a Chinese business couple or somebody outside of the country. But it was a Thai business couple. And so starting from that point, we were really meeting people locally that God was setting apart. So we met this Thai business couple that were basically kingdom financiers. And they had actually donated a million-dollar lot to MPWM just for um, whatever they were going to do. And they wanted to build a church and all this crazy stuff. And so from the Thai business couple to the local ministers that we met, um, it was just incredible. Um, uh, Really being able to see the gold inside of them, declare the gold inside of them, and encourage them where they were at. Um, we also were able to encourage some of the Christians that were in the city of China, which is where we spent a significant amount of time. And these are students that are a huge minority in their school. So most of the schools are Muslim, I mean, Buddhist 
students. It's a Buddhist school. And so only a handful of them would be actually Christian students. And uh, we were able to really fellowship with these students, go to their schools, do a little bit of presentation, but even after their school, spend some time with them in the afternoon. And uh, just really empowering them that they're not alone. That even though they, they're like just five of them, that there's a whole kingdom, <laughs> uh, international kingdom family that they're a part of. And they really got empowered. And um, I'll end with this. A couple of students that we reached out to, these youth group kids, we took them out evangelizing for the first time. And uh, they were on fire. Like they, like a couple of them led some people to the Lord. Um, a couple of them were just really ministering to other students that were from their school uh, who came out to the marketplace. I mean, these students were just activated. And, and that's, that was our, our greatest, um, something that we celebrated so much being a part of this team was seeing who was already there and how God was using us to continue to raise them up. So we're confident, even though we left, God is still going to do something amazing uh, with the leaders there. And so that's just my little tidbit. Yeah. Amen. Uh, yeah, first off, I just want to thank you on behalf of the team for uh, your ceaseless prayers, your intercession, your fasting. Um, for me, I've been on a bunch of missions trips, but I really felt the grace of God in a whole new level. Uh, this time around. So we really felt, we, li- we could literally tangibly feel the full force of your prayer. So I want to thank you for that. Um, Pastor, men- uh, Pastor Aaron talked about activation being something that really stood out to her. For me, it was the concept of honor um, in two ways. One was sort of uh, the anointing flowing from the top down, right? So we know that um, that's something that we really honor and respect here at New Philadelphia. And we were able to walk that out because uh, Samonim, the Samonim of Cam, joined us for the first basically half of the trip. Right, And then uh, we sort of really went out of our way to really bless her and to honor her because uh, New Philadelphia as a ministry is where it is as a result of what she and Huang Moksanim have sacrificed. And uh, we were able to go out into the mission field and partner with these MPWM partners, uh, pastors, because of what she established, you know. So uh, in the v- very beginning during our missions training, we all wrote these like love letters to Samonim, talking about how we've been so blessed by New Philadelphia, how we've been so blessed by MPWM. And we all included a Bible verse and we presented it to her. And once she arrived in Thailand, she shared how as she was going through these letters, like, she was just crying and crying. And that was our prayer. Even before we handed these letters to her, we all laid our hands on them. And we said, Lord, use these letters to really minister to her. Because especially as a woman um, leader, a woman like ministry leader, I know that she, uh, she's gone through a lot, especially within the, the Korean church like, cultural context. I know that uh, there are many times in which she hasn't received the honor that she deserves. So we really went out of our way to really bless her and to honor her in that way. And from that, life just really flowed. Even greater anointing flowed. And we could really tangibly experience that uh, on our team and no, no matter where we went to minister like there were some churches that were pretty open to the spirit other churches that are still relatively new but we went out of our way to be really constrained by the father's heart you know sort of like what pastor Aaron said it wasn't about our show it's about you know really activating the leaders who are there because once we leave they're the ones who keep on sowing into the ministry and shepherding the flock right so as we did that there were some times where we had to sort of hold back you know and it was sort of hard because it's a new feeling mission trip and, you know, like our hearts stirs to release fire and do all these things. But as we were constrained to the Father's heart, we saw Holy Spirit manifest in even greater, like more, even more powerful ways. 
So that was one thing that really blew us away. And uh, uh, one thing real quick, we, I was talking about honor with relation to, you know, leaders. But there was a lot of honor release even within the team. Uh, there was just this culture of honor, life flowing through honor. Uh, every day we'd uh, spend time just affirming people who had shared their testimonies. There was just this culture of really, like, affirming people, loving on them, and really uh, verbally building them up. And through that, like, the Lord was really building up the intimacy and the unity within the team. And that really made us, like, very untouchable. Like we are one, like united, a uh, un- uh, unit on the field. So yeah, uh, yeah. So once again, thank you so much for your prayers, and yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll just pass it on to Susie right now. Um, so yeah, I, I second that, and thank you so much for praying for us and fasting for us. I think the missionaries out there, they were dumbfounded that we had a whole church behind us that were actually praying and fasting for this team. Like they had never heard of such thing. Um, so. Blessings to you guys and all these testimonies, they really do belong to you. Um, I'm going to expand just a little bit more about the activation aspect of it. Um, we were really blessed and divinely appointed to, to work alongside with several long-term missionaries. And I don't know if anybody has ever met a long-term missionary, but it can be very discouraging and very, a very lonely place. Um, so for us to be able to go there and really encourage them and pray things, uh, prophetically pray things into being and um, encouraging them, um, it was, it meant a lot to them. A lot of them would, um, cry. A lot of them would, would break down like while we were laying hands and praying for them because they had, they hadn't had that kind of encouragement in a long, long time. Um, one of the ways that we sneakily kind of unearthed some preaching gifts in, in people that we were working with was through translation. So, um, like a couple of the people that were translating for us when we would pray for them before, um, we actually started a service. Um, one day, uh, Pastor Aaron, she had preached, uh, she had prayed, um, that she wouldn't, uh, our translator wouldn't just be translated, but she would be preaching. And she took that and ran with it. Like, she ran with it. She preached with more passion than Pastor Ann and Pastor Marcus combined. And it was awesome, like, banging on the pulpit and like, no, it was, it was crazy. And it was, it was definitely people who had never been encouraged in that way to, hey, just let it all out, go for it. People will receive it, people will be blessed. Um, so it was, it was amazing to see that and, um, to build relationships with these people that are, that are going to be there for the long haul. Um, and also towards, um, on the last day of, of our ministry, um, in China, we had like a series of altar calls, a series of prayers. We had like six altar calls within one service. It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And the last one was, uh, the two last ones were, um, Pastor Aaron called up the local leaders. Um, to pray for them and, and empower them. And then she asked them to turn around and face the congregation. And then she asked anybody who has a calling for full-time ministry to come up and get prayer from them. So the whole point was like deflecting the glory also, but it was to empower the local leaders there and to draw what was already there. Um, so it was, it, was, it was amazing to see God being really faithful through those things. So I went to Japan mission trips with New Philly last year, and it was really different in that I think I, I spent most of the time laughing. I'm making people laugh. <laughs> it was, yeah, I laughed so much, my whole body was aching on the plane. And yeah, Thailand really reminded me of home. And when I was back home last summer, God really showed me that he was working even in the smallest areas that people don't really hear of. And going to Thailand and going to China, which is kind of remote, or relatively, he just really showed us that he's moving. And what really blessed me was that 
New Philly Missions is very um, geared towards blessing the full-time ministers in that area, the long-term missionaries, and encouraging them. And one of so um, in our small groups, we wrote down a few things that we wanted to see happen in the trip, and actually wrote down multiplication of food. But God actually showed me a multiplication of food in a in a figurative sense, in that. Um, we went to Thailand, and you know how Jesus um, broke bread and it multiplied and it fed more than 5,000 people? I really felt that we were breaking bread, and by activating the different gifts and um, yeah, the different gifts in other people and in the long term missionaries, that was really multiplying the food and feeding those who are there. And yeah, yeah it was, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, God really blessed us, yeah, as, as it was mentioned, <laughs> with accommodation of food. And, uh, yeah, I woke up a few hours ago, so I can't think. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you for your prayers and fasting. It was really, thank you. <laughs> um. Uh, I want to say pass, but I won't. Um, <laughs> so I think one highlight was kind of going back to what Susie was talking about when we did the altar calls. And then um, the last one was for the full-time ministry. And so full-time ministers, people who want to go into full-time ministry. And then we had been spending a lot of time with these students, specifically these like maybe five or six girls. They're around like 16, 17. And we had been praying for them. And we had a prayer meeting like right before. And I remember one of the topics were, um, yeah, just for them. And then so when that altar call came up, I think like maybe four of those girls came up. And they're like 16, 17 years old. And so like it was a blessing to see that because that was like the fruit of our prayers. And then just, um, yeah, it was awesome to see that. Just because they're so young. When I was 16 or 17, I didn't even think about anything like that. So to see that was really good. Um, yeah, there was so much team unity within our team. Our team was huge. And um, I didn't expect for me to come out of this saying, I love each and every person so much. But I really do. And, um, yeah, I love you guys. I got you. I got you all. Um, yeah, like our meetings were amazing. We were so affirming. I remember um, at the beginning, somebody said something offensive to somebody. And then Lisa was like, I want you to say two affirmations to that person. And so we all laughed, but Lisa was like, no, I'm serious. I want you to say two affirmations to that person. So that kind of became our trend. So, so I've never been so affirmed so much on a trip before. It was awesome. It was really amazing. Um, yeah. So it was great on the field, but it was also really great within this team. And um, yeah, a lot of laughing. A lot of laughter, like genuine laughter. So thanks for your prayers. And yeah, here you go. So I'm Susie Ree. And that, that was, that's Susie Park. We got to distinguish. Yeah, we're different. Um, very different, but it's cool. Uh, as always, this is my fourth mission trip with New Philly. And every single one was a lot of fun. And this one, too, uh, I don't think I laughed so much that hurt. Uh, and, and I really had a good time uh, seeing people get activated, seeing people walk out their giftings and their callings. And uh, I really made a good friend 
uh, with one of the pastor's wives because we're actually close in age. And it was really cool because, um, to be honest, I kind of wanted to go to Nepal. But, but, I, but I submitted. I'm just saying, not, not that I don't love my Thailand team. All right, I'm just being honest here, okay? Initially, all right, before we left, in my heart, I wanted to go to Nepal. Okay, but I submitted, and I'm grateful that I went, all right? Because I had a lot of fun with every single person, and I feel like I made a really good friend. And it was real cool because she, you know, we would go out, go around and pray for different people. And, you know, I kind of enjoyed just seeing her pray. And then we saw healing through her prayers, you know. And it, and it was great to see that it's not just us that we can, you know, pray and then, you know, release healing. But they, too, can do it. Too. Anyone can do it, you know. And so um, it was fun in that sense. And uh, I also had the opportunity to preach for uh, for the first time in my life and and it was really challenging um but i'm really glad i did it because uh god also brought some healing to my life and my heart and stuff that i didn't really realize that i needed to get healing for like fully and so um in that sense i had a really good time uh, and also, like, I felt like there were a lot of times where I just was not in control because I had a translator next to me. I didn't know what he was saying. And then I'm looking at the kids, and I'm like, I don't know how they're responding. You know, there's just so many instances where I'm like, I don't know. But one of the morning devotionals that we did uh, comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 or 5, about my speech and my message not being in plausible words of, of what man say, but it's about the demonstration of the Spirit and in power. And so I would say, to be straight up, like, I don't think I made <laughs> any sense, okay, when I was up there. Uh, okay, okay, but, uh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I made sense. But, but I would say, you know, towards the end, like, there was a demonstration of the Spirit through love. You know, all of us got to really um, love the kids, and they really, and I could see it that they were receiving the love that we were pouring out, the love of Christ. So, it was fun. I would recommend going. And, yeah, thanks for supporting us and praying for us. I appreciate it. Okay, so I was like, healing, we're preaching, healing, we're preaching. I've, I have a really amazing healing testimony, but I think it's going to be too heavy for three minutes. So you're just going to have to wait. But, uh, yeah, I was also called to preach. And uh, Actually, prior to going, I got a letter from PC that told me to bestow a, a crown of beauty instead of ashes. So that was my goal for the trip. And so I was just planning on sharing my testimony and that being it. Um, but I really took that, that verse and, and preached on that. And, uh, but inside his note, he also said, just, just look at Pastor Marcus and Aaron and then envision yourself up there. And you'll be doing that next year. And what I didn't read clearly was as the team preacher. And so I assumed I'm not going to have to preach. And so I wasn't prepared. And uh, they told me the night before. And, and then I told Lisa I have to prepare. And then Lisa was like, okay, take team time. And I was like, okay. And then Pastor Aaron goes, no, you're not preparing. <laughs> and so what happened was I was like, okay, I'm just going to 
pretend like I'm sleeping and then think about what I'm going to say at night. And then the next thing I knew, the morning I woke up, I was like, oh, crap, I fell asleep. And so I was really nervous. And uh, Pastor Aaron preached at the public school prior. And the reason why I was so nervous is because it's, it's a public school. It's not Christian. So I didn't know what language I could use. And so I kind of went off of her message. And then when I got there, I noticed that all the kids were like five, six years younger. And so I was, last minute, I was like, well, how do I change it so they'll understand? And then Marcus affirmed me. He was like, don't change anything. Uh, don't underestimate kids. And um, that's what I did. And I just started praying behind them. And I saw all the back of their heads. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit came down and was just like, claim each and every single one of those lives. And ev- all of a sudden, I had a vision of all of them raising their hands to accept Christ. And uh, just like boldness came over me and then right before i went up pastor Aaron goes be bold and so that just echoed in my ear and then when i got up there i just started preaching and i didn't know what i was talking about for a little bit but turns out like what i didn't know i was talking about was actually their favorite part and so it was really awesome and then what happened was at the end uh there was there was supposed to be teachers there but um we noticed in the room that the teachers had left the room and at the end i kind of you know, it got to that pinnacle moment, and all the kids were receiving, and you could tell. And uh, and and then I kind of did a... And then everyone was looking at me, and I could see in their faces, just do it. And I was just like, who wants to love Jesus in this room? And I kid you not, every single hand was raised. Every single hand enthusiastically was raised. And right at that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was the vision God had just given me when I was standing behind them. And so I was like, and I turned and I just started crying. And I came back and I was like, I'm so proud of y'all. And it was just like, I'm going to take that for with me like forever in my ministry. So it's really awesome. Um, my name is Judy, and um, I would, so I went to Malaysia last or in the summer, but this team, I don't think I've ever laughed as much, like, ever. Like, my stomach hurt all the time because we were cracking up, like, every mealtime. And so the dynamics of this team was so, like, it was beautiful. It was literally, like, um, unity, like, is this on? <laughs> I can't hear myself. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we, we moved as one team. Okay, here we go. Um, and like, so I, my role was photographer. It was my first time doing photography, like on the missions field. So I had to, I had to wrestle, like, how do I balance participating, stepping back, looking back, taking photos or like, you know? And so, um, after a while though, like towards the end of the trip, I started seeing how God, like stepping back and looking instead of just like always praying and closing your eyes like seeing the bigger picture i got to see how god really partners with us and god really empowers us to empower other people and so like at the churches like like our whole like the last night the revival service is so great like we had like six altar calls but we all had like everyone was moving so it was like a huge flow everything was flowing so well i would be stepping back like looking at um the crowd and like people are praying for a lady there's like tears streaming down other people are like hugging other people were crying and it was so beautiful people were at the altar like everyone was so engaged and so i was just really blessed like yeah this is such a really 
really um, amazing mission trip, I think. There was no, I don't, like, I don't know how God's going to top it, but, like, even, like, evangelism, like, the kids, so, sorry, I'm all over the place. So, Thailand is, like, a Buddhist country, so everything, you see shrines everywhere, huge shrines. Like, every school you go to, there's always a shrine, there's always, like, little figures everywhere. Like, the kids have tablets, like, necklaces with Buddha on them. And so when we went, it was kind of like, dang, like, it's so permeated. Um, but just claiming that everything that the devil has stolen and taking it back for the Lord was such a big thing, like, on our hearts and my heart personally. And just seeing the kids. We got to minister to a lot of kids. There was a lot of VBS and, like, singing and dancing. And every single one of us got to share a testimony. Every single one of us. And I was so proud of every single one of you guys. But, yeah, it was amazing. Like, the kids were receiving it so well. Like, we, ha- we were so Jeho- Jehovah sneaky. Like, they didn't know, like, who Jesus was. But we, like, sneak it in there. And, like, who wants to know Jesus? Everyone raises their hand. <laughs> and so it was such an amazing time. And seeing that God really partners with um, us and also the native partners in Thailand um, really like changed our perspective. It was a great trip. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm David and yeah, a lot of the group talks about intimacy, but that was key because I'm actually the first, one of the first emails we got from Lisa, our leader was that we want to come against false intimacy in Thailand. And the more you find out about Thailand, it is just full of false intimacy coming from just the perversion of love to lust and then the idolatry. So that's why God just brought an amazing intimacy in the group, just from the beginning. I mean, we woke up sometimes 6 in the morning, 6.30, every day. And then we'll get back from all our work, all the church and ministry, like, and then it'll be maybe 11.30 at night. And the team would sit down, and then the affirmations would start. We would start affirming each other, and then we'll just keep going. Or like past 12 o'clock, but without fail, every night. Every night. And then on the last night, we, last day, we just went like three hours straight, didn't even get to finish, so we still need to have another meeting and finish. But it was, it was just so key in the ministry that we did. Um, even the guys, I just remember every guy talks about the shower times because that was really intimate. And, um, no, we actually, where we stayed was used to be a hospital. So they, they've just changed it now. So there's all these cubicles and we just somehow always use the same one. And I think this is the, I oh know this is just guys, but we always forget to pack something. But we all just had what each other didn't have. So we'll be sharing, hey, do you have the shampoo? And then they'll pass the shampoo and the foaming cleanser. And that was just all this love. And then when it came to loving the children, they just kept coming to where we were staying. And we got to just see the process of them just receiving that love and just seeing the shift within them. And then there was one time where they just all came and just we said, we're just going to love them. We're just going to hug them. And we're just going to use physical touch to really just love on them. And then... I was just playing the guitar because I was the worship team leader. And I was, I was just worshiping, you know, singing, just love, love. And then um, what was it? The guys, I just looked down and they just got kids on their laps, just holding them. And there's, you know, there's language barriers and stuff, but they're just praying and holding them. My heart just, I couldn't stop crying. See, the, the kids were crying and I was crying. The team wasn't crying. Me and the kids were crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so some of the some of the team were crying. I, I couldn't see past my tears very well, but I, <laughs> I kept turning around because I didn't want to be a distraction. But it was it was so beautiful because yeah, and even even in the schools that we went to, we just got we could see that some of them had been like dedicated to be like Buddhist monks or whatever. You could just see in other sense they're set apart to do Satan's work. Their heads shaved, their eyebrows are shaved. And they just haven't been loved. They don't know how to hug. But we got a time to just pick them up off the ground, love on them, hug them. 
And we did a lot of Jehovah's Sneaky stuff because when it's over and they're leaving, they all want to shake our hands. So we'd get in the line and make a fire tunnel and we'd be like, fire, you are filled with God's love. You're going to be destiny changed. Like, you're like, you'll be revivalist entirely. <laughs> and, but it was just amazing that we got to just set them apart for God and for love instead of being set apart to be lonely and to do the devil's work. So yeah, it's just intimacy was key on this trip. Um, so Thailand was, um, <laughs> it was really awesome. I lost my voice. I'm sorry. I did VBS. Um, Thailand was really awesome. And, um, I really wish I was still there. Um, I'm going to pass. <laughs> There's a lot of stories, and it was really fun. I mean, the trip was really set apart. Um, and from the get-go, Lisa really made it a point that we affirm each other. And so I don't think I've ever felt so loved before and affirmed even when I felt really weak and when I didn't think my words had much significance. Um, she showed me that they did, and every, each and every one, really. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened for me is maturing me and um, how God sees his people um, and making sure that I had a pure heart and clean hands before laying hands on anybody. Um, and that fire doesn't have to fall the same way you see it on every different, you know, missions recap video. But, um, yeah, God ministered to me by seeing a lot of um, inner healing in the spirit realm and um, yeah, someone that we met there was a lady named P. P. Gorn, and she's the one who heads the Christian center that we stayed at for the most part. And um, I'm still processing a lot, but I'm not really an external processor either. But she really ministered to me and um, showed me um, the father's heart and a mother's heart. And um, the way that she ministers to the kids in Thailand um, it's never about her. And she, we got to celebrate our birthday with her, and she actually wasn't going to tell us. Um, but it was actually one of our Aussies' uh, birthdays, so we actually found out some way. Some way but, um, yeah, just come ask me later. I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm going to pass it up. <laughs> it was awesome. Okay, I'm still kind of processing as well, but um, this was my first missions trip, and God challenged me in many ways, and one way that really touched me was um, the topic about love. Uh, it was really big on this trip because of the intimacy between us and also giving God's love and sharing God's love, but for a person that never really received love properly, um, it was different for me because I used to think, how can I give love to people if I don't ever receive it. And, um, but the thing is, it showed me that love, I used to think of love as like a vulnerability, of a way of like being weak. 
and like to express that. And um, God really showed me that it's powerful. And um, in so many ways, in the sense that loving on children and just hugging them, I'm not a physical touch person, but when it came to that, I was like crying. And I've never been so vulnerable in my life, pretty much. It's like in the sense that um, I could see what God was doing to the child and showing them love through us, through our team. And it really ministered to me in the way that a lot of these kids can't even receive love from or don't know what love is. And it really touched me because it's, it just shows that you don't have to go. All you have to do is love on children or love on people, and it totally exhibits God. Like, God, like, you don't have to be preaching or this and that right there. But, like, just loving on them and showing and sharing God's love and being there for them totally ministered to so many children. And it was, like, a big eye-opener for me, too, in the sense that me hugging and loving on children also did a lot of inner healing for myself and allowed me to receive love, even from the team. With all these affirmations and stuff, I'm not very good at receiving affirmations for people who know me. But on this trip, they made it, like, a point to, like, put your hands up, receiving position. I'm like, oh, this is so awkward. (laughs) But it totally does something to me, and I really appreciate all of the team for doing that and just yeah it was it challenged me in many ways but that was one thing that really struck to me um, i think it's a little bit hard to uh maybe put every the whole trip uh into three minutes but uh i th- i think like if i would summarize it i would say it was kind of like uh a boxing tournament, <laughs> all, all uh, squeezed into uh, one week. Um, and what, <laughs> over, yeah, I'm gonna make, a, I'm, I'm gonna make a point at this. We know, we know, we know, we know, we know, so I guess uh, the first thing uh, that I realized is God is very multidimensional. Like, um, I think uh, we, we went there thinking that God was going to uh, help use us to like, uh, empower the people there and uh, try to uh, um, change maybe a little bit the, the kids. But uh, it wasn't just that. Like, just by being there for, uh, for a few days, uh, like, we realized that uh, we realized that, uh, like, God has been moving there for a long time. Like, the church has been established there for a long time. Um, like, even the kids that we ministered to that were Christian, uh, they were, like, the only Christians in their families, too, and they received a lot of pressure, but they were still, you know, just uh, uh, remain faithful and keep being, keep being Christians. Um, and then we would also see, like, the, all the people that are working there, too, that... Um, that are moving to, and then, like, random people like us going from Korea are uh, working, uh, going there. So it's like God was, like, moving, like, in many different ways. And it was really cool, like, how uh, God uh, used us to minister. Um, and then the reason why I say it was, it was uh, kind of like a boxing tournament, it was because, like, every time, like, we would go somewhere, like, we would go to the school, and 
like the testimony, like someone would share a brief testimony and everyone would listen. It was like a, you know, like, yeah, it was like a knock, knock, uh, knock, knockout punch. And then like someone else would like, would uh, talk about, uh, you know, like Joanne and one of our um, Australian friends, they would do the, the BBS and everyone was like, you know, making a fool of themselves and just uh, sharing. Oh shoot, my time is up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, come on, come on. So, okay, I, I, I'm going to wrap it up. So, uh, and, uh, like, uh, also the preaching tool was, it was amazing. Like, Pastor Aaron and Pastor Marcus, um, like, uh, the first time Pastor Marcus preached was the best time he ever preached. And then, <laughs> and the, the, the second time he preached was the, the best time he ever preached. <laughs> or like with Pastor Ray. And I think, I think like, uh, they, they really understood like God has power and like God moved through healing and like, uh, just bringing intimacy. Um, so yeah, it was it's very, it was like knock knockout punches like over and over again. So yeah, it was, it was very good. The reason we all laughed when when Young gave like the boxing tournament thing was because like every team debriefing, he always had like some illustration, or like it was like you know God's. What was it? God's not a magician. He's an architect. Oh, so like Pastor, Pastor Aaron's preaching is like a sniper shot. Like he was just like, we were like, where is he getting these things from? <laughs> it's like something different every time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think just to kind of go along with what everyone said, because everyone's kind of covered a lot of it. We really went and just empowered the people there and really strengthened their hands. And I think... Yeah, I just really learned a lot because I think when I go, I've been on seven, I think seven New Philly missions trips now, seven or eight. And you always want it to be like the time before or you always want it to like exceed the time before, like the time before you saw fire fall and everyone on the altar like was like laid out and it's just like a bunch of bodies everywhere. You want that to happen the next time you go too, you know. But now where you had one row of bodies, you want like five row, you know. And like, I know that sounds really weird and maybe a bit off, but you understand what I'm saying. And, uh, know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you, Judy. And, uh, and so, but then this trip really helped to change my paradigm just that um, everywhere we go, um, really like, you know, how the Apostle Paul would go to different churches and he really went there just to strengthen and build up the leadership there, to establish certain truths there, to establish uh, just certain key foundational things that the church needs. Um, I really felt like that's what our team did. Like, even when we were just hugging on people and we were just talking about, like, love, like, we know love to be, like, a foundational thing in the Christian faith, but we were, it was almost like that love was really being established in Thailand because Thailand's known as the land of smiles. So you'll go and talk to someone and they'll be smiling like their day is perfect. And it's, it's kind of similar to Korea in a lot of ways where people really have this perfect exterior, but then on the inside, they're really broken and hurt. 
And uh, so when we were going around just loving on people and just speaking to that specific stronghold, uh, we were really cutting in deep and God was really transforming the churches there from the inside out. So it was really powerful. Um, also, just, you know, this team was every time I go on a New Philly trip, I'm like, this team has to be the quirkiest team ever. But this team really was like the quirkiest ever. It was like so interesting, like 16 people. Uh, but God really bound us all together in love. And every single person on this team took not just one step in increase, but multiple steps. And so it was like exponential increase. And I know that that's just a sign and a wonder for the house as well. So thank you for praying for us. Thank you for covering us. And yeah.